What's up? This is the Get Optimized podcast, a show about marketing and growth in the craft beverage industry. My name is Chris. Thanks for being here. So today I've got an interview to share with you with Aaron Reams. He's one of the founders of Bentwater Brewing Company, which, by the way, great example of brand vision come to life, referring to Bentwater. Definitely worth checking out their website, check out their mission and their vision and all the things they're doing with their brand. Very, very cool. Uh, that, that alone is cool enough to have on the podcast. But the reason Aaron and I were talking is because they have launched a new initiative called Common Hope, which is actually the first ever nationwide collaborative craft beer initiative to bring Parkinson's disease awareness. They were actually able to partner with the Michael J. Fox Foundation so that a portion of, of this beer's sales go to that nonprofit. They've got breweries participating across the country. It's a thing. It's raising awareness about a very important issue. And Aaron was kind enough to join us on the show to talk about that. And I did pick his brain a little bit about branding too. I couldn't help myself. So anyways, I will get you into the interview. Thanks again for being here. We'll catch you at the end. All right, Aaron, welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you very much for being here. How are you? Good. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Sweet, sweet. And you're up in Massachusetts. Is it getting cold there yet? Or are you guys hanging on to the warmer months still? Yeah, uh, we had one day that was warm, but fall is definitely starting to set in and it's starting to uh, get crisp and cool, uh, certainly in the evenings, but definitely in the day as well. Yeah, yeah, I imagine so. Um, you guys are known for having some pretty crazy winter weather over there. Are you guys getting uh, impacted by the, the tropical storm hurricane stuff that's going down uh, south on the coast? Has it made it that far up or are you guys totally fine? Last week, uh, flights were delayed on Thursdays. Actually, Logan Airport shut down for a few hours because of the storm. So, But the most recent hurricane, we've not been impacted yet. Wild, wild. I always like asking these questions. It's like, oh, what's going on in the world? Um, but what we're really here to talk about is what's going on at, at Bentwater Brewing. You guys are doing some really cool stuff, and I'm excited to talk to you about it. Very specifically is what you're doing with the Common Hope initiative, the beer you've got, the charitable organization you're a part of. I want to get your download on that because that's like the coolest thing. So tell us about Common Hope and what's going on sure. with that. And I got a few questions afterwards, but take it away. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for having me and, and given an opportunity to talk a little bit about Parkinson's disease. So certainly um, this is something that has impacted my family uh, directly, both my wife and I, and then also, you know, other members of the Bentwater, you know, family as a whole. Um, <clears throat> there's about 6 million individuals that are impacted by the disease. And, you know, ultimately, once uh, you're diagnosed, there is a, a pretty consistent decline, uh, both in you know physical function and then ultimately can impact you know a number of cognitive things as well. And so um, 
you know, there's a couple of things that need to happen. First of all, awareness and early diagnosis. Um, but then, you know, also eventually, hopefully there's a disease modifying therapy. And there have been a lot of great steps that the industry's taken, particularly, uh, you know, the drug development industry. But there's certainly more that needs to be done to really provide, you know, a little bit more f- hope for those that are impacted and, and, you know, the family around them. So, you know, beer is something where you can start a conversation on many different topics, you know, and this is one where, although it may not be a light subject, it's certainly one that is, you know, worth talking about. And it's one of those, um, you know, situations where it might feel a bit more uncomfortable, you know, to open a conversation, especially for those that are, you know, diagnosed early with the disease. Um, But it's something that, you know, at least making people aware that it affects many, not just the people with the disease, but all of their family around them. And that it's something that, um, you know, together we can, you know, possibly make a bigger impact than if we try to individually. So we wanted to, you know, start a conversation around the disease uh, and then, you know, bring in, you know, basically other breweries into the conversation as well that have been touched by this. And I think the fantastic thing about the craft industry is that everybody collaborates together, Um, not just an experience, you know, uh, sharing how to make, you know, uh, overcome obstacles, you know, that have to do with the beer itself or just the business itself. But, you know, we collaborate in many other ways. So this just felt like a natural way for us to, you know, spread some information about, uh, you know, something that's very serious and affects a lot of individuals. Such a noble cause. And I did not know that you were personally impacted by Parkinson's, which makes it even more you know, personal and, and the motivation to do something is definitely yeah, well, not just to clarify, not me personally, but a family member, a uh, family member of my wife as well. Got it. Got it. Do you think that, uh, you know, I, I keep, you kind of see these themes in the craft beverage industry that there's like this desire to try to do something good, whether it's, you know, raise money for cancer awareness, you know, breast cancer awareness, you're doing something with Parkinson's, Parkinson's, other folks do different charitable things. Why do you think that is, you know, that there's this kind of desire to try to do, to raise awareness about causes or raise money or or whatever the case is? Why do you think that is in the industry? Um, You know, I think our industry is full of individuals that are kind of the salt of the earth. And, um, you know, I think at the heart of our industry, there's definitely artistic elements and, you know, culmination of science, but we're also trying to provide, you know, an experience for people and to, you know, ultimately make people happy. And so, you know, what better way to, you know, extend that a bit further than to help charities, different organizations, um, and, you know, try to use our business as, um, you know, a vehicle for just making the world a slightly better place. Again, I think small improvements add up to big improvements over time. And so, so um, it's just, I think it's very easy given the, given the foundation of our industry and the way that we just want uh, people to really experience something that we're proud of. I think it's, uh, you know, it's a natural extension and it's very easy. I, you know, have lost count of the number of different organizations and charities that we've tried to, you know, work with or help sometimes in very small ways. This was an opportunity to, you know, try to help in a much larger way. So I just think it's a, a you know, very much uh, easy for the industry to do because of the type of folks that are involved. And you talked about collaboration 
a couple of minutes ago in collaborating with Common Hope. But, you know, if you look at your website, you've got like a whole list of collaborations that you've done um, with lots of different organizations, other breweries. Uh, and I want to ask you, like, what makes for a good collaboration? Is it the cause? Is it the like the personal relationships? Like what what is kind of the magic sauce of making a collaboration work? Yeah, I think it's um, two different things. I think it's the relationship and the people that are involved. And I also think it, you know, is a little bit of innovation to a certain extent. You know, some of the collaborations that we've done, you know, have been with, you know, artistic groups that have really um, <clears throat> the goal of providing people uh, the experience of the passion that they have and making people, you know, happy. And so we've done, you know, quite a few collaborations with, um, you know, different musical groups. We've, uh, you know, done one or two collaborations with individuals that are within the restaurant and food industry as well. So I, I think there's a, you know, a couple of different things. The collaboration can extend beyond just breweries working together uh, and it can extend to, you know, like-minded groups uh, in a local area. I think the common theme uh, it, across the board is that many of the folks that we've worked with, they're just trying to bring their passion to a different group of people and provide it in a different way and a different experience, whether it be, you know, a collaboration of music and beer or coffee and beer or food and beer. Uh, but it's fun. It's been fun to actually bring, you know, uh, individuals together who are innovative and from different industries and try to, you know, work together against, uh, you know, some sort of common, you know, theme. And so, um, you know, I think it can take a lot of different uh, uh, approaches um, and, <clears throat> It's certainly been fun to use beer as a vehicle to bring people together in that regard. Right on, right on. And we always hear about the, the collaborations that win, right? That do well, you know, those, those are the ones that make news headlines, make the press articles. But have you ever had collaborations that didn't work out? <laughs> you know, they just bombed or just were a mistake or just didn't uh, pan out the way that you wanted to and, and care to share that, that bit of story with us? Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a collaboration that's failed, but I think there have been some that have been, um, you know, maybe optimal more so or turned out a little bit better than expectations and the common thread. Again, I'm probably using the term common too much, but um, <clears throat> the, common hope, common thread. It's the yeah, term the of common between <laughs> all of this, I, I think, is preparation. Um, collaborations where there's enough time to sit down and talk through what we're trying to achieve and what good would look like if you're going to wipe, you know, canvas uh, an opportunity or an initiative preparation and taking some time to think together about, you know, what great might look like is often the recipe for success. Right on. And something I'm pulling from what you're saying there is like having a vision for what you want to get out of the collaboration and having a vision for what you want to achieve with it, whether it be raising money or more sales or whatever the case is. And it's very clear to see when you look at Bent Water and you look at your mission statements and your about us pages and some of the things you guys are doing that there is a, a very clear vision with the brewery and with the company. I'm curious, what was the vision always there from you know, back when you were home brewing and eventually starting the brewery back in, I think, 2015, this thing started? Or did it evolve over time? Or, or is it a little bit of both? Yeah, again, we have this uh, 
it's almost like an open source industry where people are willing to share what's worked for them and what hasn't. And before um, we opened the brewery, we met with a lot of breweries that and brewery owners that we aspired to, you know, emulate in terms of having a high quality product that was highly regarded in the industry, was highly regarded by customers, and were of some scale. Um, they had overcome obstacles and really achieved some aspirational goals in our opinion. And so we met with breweries and would fly out to meet with breweries across the country to talk with them about, you know, what is the one thing that helped you be successful? What were the things that you would avoid? And when you take a look at uh, Bentwater, some of these uh, suggestions or best practices they're, you know, little bits and piece of, you know, what we've done, you know, all across the, across the board. So there was, I, I believe that you have to write down what you want to achieve and you have to be very crystal clear about what that goal is and what it looks like and somewhat prescriptive. We even do this with um, the beer descriptions before we go and make it, because if you don't know where you want to end up, how do you know if you've actually arrived? And so we actually will have um, just as even with something as simple as a, you know, a beer recipe, we'll describe it in detail and, um, and really debate, okay, do we mean we want this or what does that, you know, the head of the beer look like? What's the color? What's the flavor? What's the aroma and provide some detail to that and what the concept is. So we did the same thing with the brewery. We actually had, um, a well-articulated plan uh, that we put pen to paper in 2015 of where we want to grow up to be. And we're not there yet, but it was a vision that, you know, um, would take decades to achieve. And then we both put not only pen, but also some numbers to that as well. And, uh, you know, interestingly enough, over the first five years, even in 2020, we had a let's say an estimate of where we would be at. Despite the pandemic, we were able to, you know, shift and kind of achieve that goal. Um, so it's not by, you know, um, we're basically where we are because we've, you know, created a, <clears throat> a path and discipline to get there. Um, but, uh, you know, it's certainly not by chance. Uh, it's taken a lot of, you know, great partners, you know, as well and, and a great team. And so we're, you know, lucky in, in, in that regard. Vision stuff, you know, at least in my experience in the organizations that I've worked in and dealing, you know, talking to clients and, and their strategies and what they're trying to achieve with marketing, it's easy to veer off. There's a lot of distractions with, you know, new social media platforms and new marketing tactics. And, oh, look what that brewery is doing down the street. Uh, that's why I say it's tough. It's hard to stay on track. You know, uh, do you have any advice on how to stay on track? You guys have obviously done a pretty yeah. good job of this and staying disciplined, like you mentioned. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right. Um, I try to keep it simple and make sure that everybody knows uh, in crystal clear words that are easily understandable what the goals are are for the year. We don't have a lot. We have five goals every single year, in but they're meaningful goals. Um, and there's also every single year, one at the top of the list is really quality and consistency, you know, for our flagship products and all the other, you know, seasonal or one-off products that we make. And that becomes foundational to everything that we do. Uh, and we'll actually quantitatively measure whether or not we're achieving that goal by sending our, you know, lab samples out for detailed analysis 
our beer samples out for lab analysis and detailed analysis, whether it be gas chromatography or headspace analysis to, you know, outside groups so that we're not even biased by our own, you know, measurements. And we want to look for, you know, high quality, high consistency. Again, quality and and the flavor is, you know, can be um, the, the flavor is, you know, some people will like red better than blue, but we want to be true to our target product profile and make sure that that is always consistent and reliable. So that if you drink sluice juice, you can have that experience, whether it's two weeks old, four weeks old, or actually out to 120 days. We want to make sure that that is um, absolutely consistent. And so I do see, I think a big issue for a lot of small companies is feeling like they have to be all things to all individuals because you're growing, you need the revenues, you need the support of the community, and it's hard to say no. But a lot of times, uh, that's what you, exactly what you have to do. If it doesn't, I tell our team, here's the five goals. Every time I put out a presentation or you know write something to the team, I write what those five goals are for the year. And I remind everybody that if it's not helping us achieve those goals, it's okay to say no. I like uh, saying, here's all the choices of things that we could do, but we're going to choose these few things. We're going to do those things right. And all those other ideas or suggestions or requests, they may be great as well. But ultimately, we're a small team. And I'd rather do a few things right, do a few things well, know who we are, and stick to that and not try to be everything to everyone else. Um, And it is a challenge to do, given the fact that. there are so many great styles, great beers, great other flavors to explore, different collaborations, et cetera. It's easy to get pulled into a lot of directions. And sometimes that can just be very problematic in, um, you know, when you have a small team. It's not just relevant to craft beer. It's really relevant to, you know, any type of, you know, emerging company. No, I think you're, you're dead right about that. And it's advice that really applies to any company, especially emerging companies and just so happen to be talking about breweries. But uh, I, I think something I was thinking of while you were talking is that there are great ideas out there, but are they great for this organization, for our organization? Is this what we're trying? Is it in line with what we're trying to achieve? And uh, I'm really happy you talked about that. Such a great bit of advice. Um, and obviously common hope is, is part of your guys's vision and it's in line with what you're, what you're trying to achieve. What's next for Bentwater? Um, is Common Hope just the focus right now, or is there another thing you guys are working on on the horizon? Uh, what's what's coming up? Yeah, I um, so I think there's a lot more to do with Common Hope. This is something that we're not going to step away from, but continue to step into um, because, again, if you think about what optimal would look like, it would be a lot of fun. And I think it would be a great support to team Fox and and the Michael J Fox foundation. If we had more breweries involved, Um, part of it is, you know, definitely, you know, money going to that organization. But I think the bigger part of it is just awareness. And there's probably a little bit of a stigma too. If you see somebody with Parkinson's, but it's not, they don't have the disease by their choice. Right. And instead of maybe walking away from that individual, walk up to them. Um, It's going to whether it's a a person that has been an iron worker or a cardiologist, a teacher, a coach, you know, it's it doesn't discriminate. 
um, whether it's race, color, creed, you know, or background, it's a disease that, you know, will affect many, you know, individuals. So, you know, uh, in terms of what's next, I think there's more that we could even do around this initiative. There's probably, you know, one other, you know, group that we may support. It's uh, actually, uh, it is, is really relevant to something that's, you know, impacted me this time, you know, not just a family member, but, you know, personally. Um, But I think there's a lot more that we can do with common hope. And it's also hard in today's day and age to add a new beer into your portfolio without having the time to plan. And so I consider this past year, us being able to have um, a space on the floor of the CBC where we had our, you know, branded tap truck and an ability to talk with a lot of fellow brewers from across the country, you know, that was the opportunity to make a little bit of awareness, but hopefully there's an opportunity for people to participate this next year and to possibly, you know, do it around the month of, you know, uh, April, which is, you know, really uh, for Parkinson's awareness. Um, But, you know, they can bring the beer out anytime. We're, you know, making another batch to support one of the large Parkinson's Boston races that we've been involved with in prior years. And that's really where uh, the idea to do something a little bit bigger and more came from. Uh, So we've, you know, provided and had uh, a presence at different Parkinson's, both foot walk runs, but then also bike races. And so, um, uh, you know, throughout the year, we'll make some batches and make it available to really support people that both have the disease or are trying to, you know, support individuals that they know and care about, you know, that have the disease. So yeah, there's more in store, but I think there's more that we can do just with this initiative before we, you know, move on to other things. I'm curious if you don't mind answering, like what is getting involved look like? Like if there's a brewery that's on the West coast, I mean, you guys are in Massachusetts. If there's a California brewery that's like, we love this, this idea. We want to help. Like, is it like, are, are they brewing a beer that is partially co-branded and part of this label? Or is it they buying this beer from you and distributing it over there? Like what, what is actually getting involved look like from another uh, What does it look like? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple and can take a lot of different forms. One could be that, uh, you know, first of all, it's not our label or um, it's not going to be our uh, logo that's on the label. They would basically put their own on it. It could be as simply as putting up a poster and brewing it and providing it in the tap room. And you could do it, you know, during Parkinson's Awareness Month, or it could actually be any other month of the year. There's never a bad time to have a conversation and say, hey, you know, we're supporting this cause because maybe, you know, there's um, in some cases we've seen, you know, brewers whose wives have been impacted or other family members, you know, so on and, and so forth. So it could be as simple as just doing a one-off beer. Uh, and we've used a Pilsner because it's highly approachable. People can make it on uh, their own and you can dry hop it the way that you want to, but it's an easy beer to have a conversation over and it's, you know, been around for, you know, a long time. And so, um, uh, again, it could take the form of just a tap room or you could can it with your logo on it. And again, proximal to that is going to be team Fox. So it's very, yeah. you know, it's unique that they've allowed us to, you know, use that and other breweries that participate to use that, you know, we ask that a portion of the sales go to, um, um, <clears throat> 
uh, the Parkinson's Foundation. However, it's not a requirement, especially in today's day and age where cost of goods sold are going up, et cetera. There's value in awareness. There's uh, value in strength in numbers. You know, certainly if revenues can go back, that's great, you know, as well. But, uh, you know, again, hopefully this is something where annually people can just, um, you know, those where it's a, an important cause to them, um, that they get involved and really just uh, provide at a minimum some awareness and visibility to the disease and that there's still more to be done. That's so cool. You know, it's kind of what I thought. I'm glad I asked because, you know, it's like, how do we do more? And part of that is you have to kind of break down barriers and say, look, let's figure out a way to all collaborate here. Let's share resources. Let's figure out how to get this, this, uh, I guess you could call it a brand, so to speak, into into your brewery, and let's raise some awareness and some funds for a good cause, and uh, and do it together. That's awesome. If somebody is interested, did they they go to the Bentwater website, or is there a place where they can reach out to you, or, or if they're listening to this podcast and like, yo, I want to talk to Aaron here, what, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, so there's actually a, a website, commonhopebeer.com. It has all the background information. It has uh, the creatives and everything that can be downloaded. And then all they have to do is put their own logo um, on the label, and then it's ready to go. Um, if they were to go the canning process, you know, we have a recipe that's on um, the website that's downloadable as well. Again, people should take their own creative liberty to make it their own, um, you know, but we've tried to choose a style that is approachable um, for a lot of different individuals because the whole uh, idea is to have inclusion uh, and to, you know, bring people into the conversation. So it's pretty straightforward. You know, folks can see some of the other breweries that have participated, you know, across the country. And again, we're just getting started, um, you know, but the goal would be just to spread further, you know, awareness. And again, you know, continue this initiative over time. And we can be the maybe the tip of the spear behind it. But the reality is it's going to be um, uh, many other folks participating. Uh, and it's on the foundation of what has already been, you know, built by the Michael J. Fox Foundation that's really gonna you know move this to the next level i can tell you're a planner and you guys are planners because you already got all this stuff set up you got a website you got the labels ready you got the whole process set up and good to go um so clearly the vision is uh taking effect here got one more question for you it's an easy one um i asked this if everybody is you know you're in the craft beer industry you brew beer you know, what are you drinking now? What are you reaching for on a Friday night or whatever? What's your beer of, of choice these days? So, you know, my beer of choice is consistently Thunderfunk. It's a West Coast style IPA. Um, it really goes back to, I would say, in, you know, early 2000, um, all the way up to, you know, really um, 2010, 11, 12, to really get fresh you know, um, you know, resinous IPA from, you know, the nineties and beyond, it was hard to find that on the East coast, even by the time it actually showed up. And so I go back and think about drinking, uh, you know, fresh racer five, um, you know, workhorse from Laurelwood out in Portland, Oregon. I remember the first time that I ever had a pint of that and then had many more behind 
behind it and, you know, fresh ballast point, et cetera. And so um, those were my favorite beers. And when I was in Boston, going back to 2007, it was hard to find a local version of that that was fresh and easily accessible. Uh, And so that was, you know, really what, um, you know, it was one of the first beers that we brewed and I did 35 iterations to try to, uh, you know, get it exactly where, you know, we wanted it. So uh, to this day, um, it's a style that I love. It's, uh, you know, some may say it's a little bit, you know, retro and old school, but I, I still go for it regularly, you know, when I have the choice. <laughs> nice. West Coast IPA guy, all of our West Coast folks. So appreciate that. We get plenty of those here in, in Las Vegas and it's, uh, tonight we get ballast point here. So I guess, uh, we're spoiled for you from your perspective with the amount of West Coast. Absolutely. We right on. Well, I've I've very much appreciated your uh, insight here. Is there anything else before we kind of wrap up? Is there anything else you want to share with us? You you got the mic, man. Tell us tell us what's up, or uh, sure, or, uh, tell us tell us whatever, man. What do you got? Yeah, no, I just um, you know, I guess when you think about bent water, you know, we are really focused on you know trying to implement high science where we can uh, to provide a really consistent high quality beer that hopefully people in the industry and then outside of the industry will, you know, respect for, you know, what it is. Uh, we have a great natural water source that we pull from. It's the greatest and, you know, largest ingredient within the beer. So we're very proud to, you know, uh, build uh, the brewery, the product, the name around water. Um, and we're always trying to consistently, you know, push the envelope on new innovative styles. We've got a new yeast strain that we're, uh, using that uh, has not been, you know, widely, you know, used in the U.S. So we're always trying to, you know, again, push the envelope in terms of, you know, innovating on that flavor experience. So, you know, if you're on the East Coast, uh, please try to seek us out at bars, restaurants. Uh, we have our own self-distribution uh, uh uh, brewery. So we've built a, distri- a distributor that, uh, you know, only sells bent water uh, beer so that we can try to, you know, make sure it's as many places on the East coast, uh, within, within the East coast of Massachusetts as possible, but we're in nine different States, you know, right now, uh, we'll be staying East of the Mississippi for a while. There's a lot of, you know, additional uh, wood that we have to chop, but, you know, when you pick up a can, we're looking for a great first impression, whether it's, you know, uh, two weeks old or several months and, uh, and, you know, hopefully you enjoy it and, um, you know, give us any feedback that you have as well. We're always, you know, willing to take, you know, um, uh, any advice or, or feedback that the customer is willing to provide. Unafraid of the feedback. And, uh, I can't wait if I'm ever over on the East coast, I will certainly seek out some of your beers and and definitely give you some feedback i'll shoot you a message say hey it was great it's probably going to be great <laughs> i wouldn't worry about it um and uh i'll certainly i'll certainly share all of the information about common hope in the show notes as well as bentwater brewing we'll give you links to all that stuff as well so definitely take a look at the description show notes area aaron it's been a pleasure man thank you very much for your time today Likewise, I appreciate the time. Also, I greatly appreciate the opportunity to talk about this initiative. Uh, I think it's a great cause. You know, certainly the heavy lift has been done by Team Fox, but we're, you know, really excited to be able to partner up with them and hopefully get a lot of other breweries across the country involved just to have a, a conversation at a minimum. Love it. Love it.